We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas Show. Joe, it is the midday show. 215-592-9494. Uh, I like what Kyle did there. The music? <laughs> Yes. He knows what he's doing. Welcome back, Kyle. Of course, behind the glass. You guys, this one hour from now, we'll talk to Kevin Stocker down in Clearwater about the Phils here, a, a champ camp check-in with them. Andrew Painter pitched yesterday. Really, expectations is what we're debating today. And the expectation of this team getting back to World Series, do you believe this team is going back to World Series? Is that your expectation? Uh, mine is not. I, I think that's very high. You has them back in the World Series. So we'll get back to the phone calls here. But we got another tweet and delete to talk about here. It's with our guy, AJ, and, and Ju- Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju Smith-Schuster. Man, he's becoming uh, a public enemy number Pariah. one. Pariah. So apparently Juju puts up this, uh, this kind of weird, bizarre TikTok where he's making fun of the Eagles again for the Super Bowl and the, the Brad- Bradbury holding and all that. So he puts this TikTok up, and it's, it's kind of a dumb video. It's just Juju's a weird dude. But AJ Brown who obviously is offended and annoyed by all this. Very Hugh. much so, as he should be. Yes. I mean, because that, that, that hits home. Man. It does. But he puts up this uh, screenshot of a message he sent to Juju, and I'll, uh, I'll see the best I can clean this up. But he, he basically said, I don't, play ga- I don't play them kids' games. If you want to see me, I'm with it. You better go to Cabo and enjoy your ring and stop bleeping with me. Leave me off all your TikTok bleep stuff. So he, he obviously told him to stop. Uh, but then, yeah. he, then he tweets Cease at him. and desist. Yeah, he tweets him. So he went two platforms here. We did the Instagram thing, and now he tweets at him, and he told him, you really need to find somebody else to play with. Don't let that ring get you Get beat. your get yeah. your get hands put yeah. on it. Yeah, yep, that's a good Don't way of putting it. Don't get you touched, and not in um, a good way. And then bleep, I, I'm, I'm not going to speak on it no more. But what do you make us? And then this stuff gets deleted. But A.J. Brown, are, are they having fun here, or is he angry? <laughs> fun. Listen. <laughs> I'm having what? fun talking about it. What I'm about to tell you, I do not condone. Okay. I want to say that first because I'm pretty sure our bosses are listening, and we've already had a conversation about some of the things that I've said thus far on this radio station in the last two weeks. I do not condone any of this behavior. I do not. And there are ways that you handle things as an adult. But, you know, there's a, there are certain things called escalation protocols. Mm. And at this point, Juju Smith-Schuster, by uh, posting what? was said to him in this DM has escalated this situation to a terminate on site situation. Mm. Now, I'm not condoning A.J. Brown putting his hands on Juju Smith-Schuster. I'm not because I want him here catching touchdowns for us. I don't want him to have no court time. Right. Don't, go, don't get no mug shots. No none of that. The, yeah. None of that. Not fighting on his teammates. But what Juju Smith-Schuster has done has put him in a position where he has no choice but to, to, to meet him with with and with the intentions of bodily harm, that that's what this is, because Juju Smith Schuster thinks that this is a game, and and AJ basically told him that it's not. So now the ball's in your court, AJ. If you're listening, don't just take a deep breath, and and do what grown people do. Do what people that make the kind of money that you do 
need to do. Do not just let it go, man. Just let it go. Yeah, I think he needs to stop responding. Just stop, yeah, stop just, paying attention. Just let it go. Just let it go. Yeah, because it, it can only look about it, it can only end it up can only bad get for worse. him. It yeah, can only get worse. I mean, Juju's a clown, and we've known this. I, I feel like no one in the NFL really respects Juju. He doesn't. Nobody does. Nobody does. Because even when I saw it, I got upset. But at the same time, because I've been through that, I, I've I've let my emotions get the better of me, and I and I paid dearly for it. It it you have to get to a point where you can't react to everything that everybody says to you. You know, the weird part for me is this doesn't usually happen in the NFL. Like they're all competitors. They're like they, it was a great close Super Bowl. Like the Juju kind of rubbing it in is just bizarre because he's that's who he is. He's a clown. Like that's who he is. He benefited tremendously from going to a team that has Super Bowl aspirations. He caught two catches. He got he had two touchdowns during the regular season. I mean, he was a part of that team. He was on the field. Respect due to him. But 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 see, you're gonna run up, you know that what they say that f around and find out. He's about to find out because like everybody's not about that taking the high ground. Some people like to get their uniform dirty, and and AJ Brown sounds to me like he's one of those guys. But AJ, if you're listening, it's not worth it. I'm here to tell you, uh, you you'll feel great when you punch him in the face. But at the end of the day, it's going to cause you all kinds of issues, man. So just don't do it. Yeah, walk away from this nonsense. You know, I was thinking this this morning, but of all people that we could have allowed to win a ring. is him. Juju Smith-Schuster, man, come on. Yeah. He sucks. Yeah. I can't stand him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like when I saw it and I saw I saw the uh, TikTok or whatever, it's ridiculous. It's awful. It, it's, 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 it's done in bad taste. Yeah. It's not even and, funny. And, and, yeah, it's not. It, it's a waste it's, of two minutes. And, it is a really bad video. And and allow like let him live. Like like the best thing you can do for him is to let him live because this is probably a good chance because he's not he's not, he's a free agent right now, right? Yeah, it's probably Juju. done. Yep, probably done. And I mean I'm I'm not that's not me hating on him or wishing ill for him, but people look at that like coaches look at that and say I don't want that guy on my squad. Yeah, what's that not like? Yeah, why? Like, like seriously, I like so so AJ again, man. Like like take it from a guy that's been there, been through that, did that. And pay dearly for it. Don't no, just let it go. So yeah. just let it go. You the, the TikTok and, and Twitter stuff wasn't around when you were playing. Oh man, I'd think you would have had some trouble. No, with No, listen. It. Let me tell you. To this day, and, and he'll tell you this. Like Ike, I, Ike Reese is kind of like my therapist slash my man, my my dog, because it's a lot of times <laughs> that if certain things that I would want to do or want to say, like, like man, just let it go. Really, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He, like I could be like, hey man, let it go, let it go. Just. just <laughs> it's like your conscience. No, yeah, it yeah. is because he, like he, I can go to zero to sixty in a heartbeat, mm. and I and and I mean it's been documented. I have, I've, I've done that, but at the end of the day, man, it, it costs you so much just for that that one moment of feeling grat- gratification from punching somebody in the face or 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 you know snatching somebody up. It's not worth it for all the heartache and everything that you have to deal with, man. So it's it's tough because. This is the thing. When you're growing up, it's a, it's a street code where you want to, you know, somebody say something to you and they 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 test your gangster. You got to go and and you got to retaliate. But you you shouldn't cuz it's going to cost you yeah. way more than what you're actually thinking about in that moment. Let it go, AJ. Let it go. 215-592-9494. Let's get back to the phone lines here. Philly's expectations. I do not expect them to be back in the World Series. Uh Hugh does. Let's talk to Seth the media. What's up, Seth? Seth. Yo, what's going on, guys? How you doing, Hugh? What's going First on, I'm calling your show, man. Congrats appreciate on this you, spot. Appreciate you. Thank you. And, uh, you know, a word of advice to A.J. Brown. Stop following that dude. You want to have a good time, follow Hugh's boy, Hollis Thomas, on oh, Instagram. Dude. That dude is wild. <laughs> How, wild. Like, can I just tell y'all something about my boy, Hollis? Every day, 
for like the last 10 years. Hollis sends me Facebook pictures. Now, you can imagine knowing Hollis the way that you know him. Oh, I know him. Like the pictures are like I'm every <laughs> every day for for the last ten years I get a picture from I, Hollis about <laughs> something. I share them with all my friends. I say, hey, like dudes that don't even watch football. I'm like, you gotta watch this guy. Like, no, Hollis, Hollis is the absolute best Twitter follower. And then when you call Hollis, it's never hey Hollis, hey hey Hollis, how you doing? It's always something off the wall that he says that I cannot repeat on on the air. But yeah, Hollis is different. It's Hollis. almost as if he was like he's a character that someone created, but yeah, he's real. But he's but a real he's, person. Yeah, he's, he's unbelievable. Yeah, I love it. So, uh, all right. So with the fills, man, and I think this is going to end up being the, the. I got two things on him. I think this is probably going to be the subject you guys are going to hear all day on this topic. Is uh, Cassianos is he's the the linchpin for me. I mean, I they stacked themselves this year in the off season. Uh, management did a good job bringing in some new players. They got some good new pitchers in there. I mean, obviously Trey Turner is a, is a huge upgrade at that spot at, uh, in the field and at the plate. Um, but for me, it's Castellanos. And I was looking over his stats, and uh, he um, the first year he he played in Cincinnati. I know it was a, a COVID year, but um, that was a huge drop off from his from what he was batting the year before. He three twenty one down to like two twenty five, and I know it was a smaller sample size, so you got to take that into consideration. But um, you know. 309 to 263 isn't that much of a drop-off. He's just got to lay off of that low and outside. I mean, they smoked him for like three months out of the year last year. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. Yeah, what, what got uh, and, me, Seth, before you continue, is, is just, you're right, the, the, the batting average thing, like maybe he'll fluctuate back to 280, right? It's not, it's, you're right, it's not ridiculous to drop off. The slugging percentage is what was amazing because this guy, you know, he's, he's got 25, 30, 35 home run power, and last year it's like he didn't drive the ball at all. Nothing. Nothing was coming off of his back heel. Like there was, there was nothing. It was flat when he hit the ball. There was no power, uh, and he showed flashes of it. But I'm, I'm interested if you guys ask uh, Kevin Stocker later. Like, what, are, what do the the coaches do to to help fix that? Because I know people talk about the yips, and it's how you see it. Maybe moving up in the box a little bit, so you're not giving the ball a chance to break that far. But I mean, he was chasing stuff that was bouncing a foot out in front of the plate. It was ridiculous. Yeah, he was. And Seth, we appreciate it, man. Um, you, I, I know they're gonna, they moved him right closer to the plate. They were talking about this a couple of days ago when he hit the home run. But the one thing is, and, and this, I think this works for any sport, baseball, football, if, if teams know you have a tendency, they're going to keep going after you until you change it. Yeah, and, and that's when, that's when uh, self-scouting comes into play. And I'm pretty sure, you know, hear about baseball players all the time, watching old films mm-hmm. and when they were hitting great and everything. Sometimes you just got to go back to the basics, man. And hopefully Castellanos, that's what he does this year, just gets back to the basics, basics gets comfortable, and, and becomes a factor in that lineup because you're going to need him, especially when you talk about Bryce Harper not being there. You're definitely going to need him. What Seth was talking about was absolutely true. Like, yeah, if, if you throw the ball over the plate, can Cassiano still crush it? Sure he can. But, like, pitchers just realize, Kyle, we'll just throw it down and away. I mean, it was just over and over, slider down and away, and he just waves at it. It was automatic, and I think the most frustrating thing to compound that was the fact that he was stuck behind Bryce Harper in the lineup every day in the postseason, and it was just uh, it was futile. It was awful. Well, I mean, the other team was like, all right, we'll just walk Bryce yeah, Harper. Yeah, walk Bryce Harper, and now you have Castellanos up there. He's pretty much an automatic out if you're just throwing those sliders low and away. Yeah, he he is the key to this thing because I, I think if, if he – I mean, look, if he bounced back, it's like he does two years ago, they're going to be in really good shape. Even if he just hits like he should, uh, they'll be in, in better shape. 215-592-9494. Let's grab Patrick who's up here on WIP. Hey, Patrick. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Hey, how you doing? What's up, Patrick? All right, Joe. I, I'm so glad I called because I finally agree with you. There we go. Just and I, it was a matter of time here, Patrick. Joe. That's what it is. 
But, uh, yeah, def- I mean, like you said, it, it's a gauntlet, right? I think the Phillies are going to be improved, no doubt about it. they got to get through the, the Harper time. And, uh, you know, we're missing them for three months. I think – am I the only one who remembers Harper coming back from the injury in September was really not good. Well, Patrick, it's interesting you bring that up. We were, we were discussing before the show, like, how long he'll be out. And then, you know, we were how saying – How long it take him to ramp up? Yeah, like, you know, maybe he'll come back earlier than we think. But then we were also, you know, kind of saying, like, he came back last year. I think he only he only did, like, three rehab games. Like, he missed two months, and then he was at uh, – I think he was in Allentown for, like, three days, Hugh. And he was like, I'm ready. And then, Patrick, you're right. He came back, and that whole month of September, he didn't look ready. Yeah. So, a great player, but, you know, we, we may be talking four months out, and I think people are bringing up a great point with Nick. He, he has to step up and plug some of that hole. You don't plug Bryce Harper hole, but some of it. I think the other thing, when you look at the playoffs, in the baseball, especially it's a crapshoot, right? You don't even know, is it better to have a bye or not to have a bye? Uh the, the Phillies, if they didn't score six runs on zero hard-hit balls in that first game, we're not talking about any of this, probably. Yeah, Patrick, it's, it's, I, you, it's funny you say that because I, I remember being here. I was I was here because I, I, uh, Mar- John Marks and I did an extended post-game that day, the first mm-hmm. game of the playoffs, you, and the Phillies were losing. It was 2 nothing heading to the ninth inning. Like, I, I was, we were all ready to go on and be like, yeah, they're one loss away from being out. And then all of a sudden that inning happened, Patrick, and it was like it, it changed everything. It really did, and then the other the big guys started to click in in the next series, and then it just snowballed, and it was great and wonderful. But it's it just with baseball, you could win 107 games and you're out quickly. Well, it, like the Dodgers, really, really right? The Dodgers yeah. won 112, and they were out in that first round. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you Dodgers, talk about the uh, and you talk about the Phillies. I mean, excuse me, the Braves. Mm-hmm. And the way that they caught the Mets, <laughs> both in a way at home early. It, it is amazing, Patrick. Who's your guest here? Who's the teammate? Who is thinking of? I'm going to go with uh, Bobby Taylor. Ding, 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 ding. We got it, Patrick. Hey. 100%, man. Hit it. Thank you, Google. Thank you, Google. <laughs> I, I knew that was going to happen. That, that's, hey, smart man, Yeah, though. Patrick, we appreciate it, man. So, we'll, we'll Patrick uh, wins the tickets to the Joe Conklin Show. And you can go see Joe here. Joe Conklin, the City Rhythm Orchestra's new show, a tribute to Philadelphia sports fans at the Excite Center at Parks Casino Friday, April 14th. Get tickets. JoeConklin.com, JoeConklin.com. But the the thing that's interesting about your clue there, there's a lot of football players from Texas. Indy Kalu is yeah. from Texas. Alan Rossum was a teammate of mine. He's from Texas. So, at, like, at first I thought it was too broad. But, I, yeah, you know, Google it. You just figured out who it is. Yeah. yeah. Probably Googled all the Eagles that, that were from Texas. <laughs> Probably. And just, pick, just pick one. I, I'm excited as we, we play more Hughes Clues as, as time goes along. Let's talk to um, who we got here. We got Self. Self's in Northway. What's up, Self? Lock and Key. What's going on, <laughs> What's buddy? up, Self? What's hey, going self. on, man? What's going on, man? Listen, all right, I just got two points, man. First point is the, the Philly, I'm going I, – I, listen, I'm saving my dance moves for later in the, in the dance. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know what it is, but Philly teams will get you high. As soon as you're on cloud nine, they blow you high and you're falling out the sky. So I'm saving my dance. Until, you know, the, the, the jig is up like the fat lady sing. I can't get all hyped up to be let down again. I ain't doing it. I hope they get there. I love what they doing. Team look great. But, yeah, we seen that with the Eagles. I'm saving my dance moves. Um, but what I really want to talk about 
is what I want to say what everybody won't say, man. Let's get rid of MB. <laughs> no, so, wait a minute, so, stop. Stop, stop, stop it, stop it. No, man, no, we saw this so, with Allen Iverson. Wait a minute. We saw this with Allen Iverson, man. He can score points, but he's not a team wait, player. Wait, wait when a you minute. look at that team last night, I knew this was, was coming. Balling. I knew, I knew it was coming too. Let me, self. So, can I just be honest with you? When, I always wanted to get rid of him. No, when the game started and he was a scratch, I was like, oh, heck. Because I'm thinking, I'm like, they might lose this game. But I'm like, wait a minute, what if they win? So as the game progressed and it was it was almost wire to wire, I was like, oh, man, they about to talk about getting rid of Joel Embiid. You need him. I've you're going to need him. In the, you. We you're going to need, need him in the, in the we playoffs, man. We don't need him, man. You're gonna we need don't that. need him. I'm going to tell you why we don't need him, you. This dude is an Allen Iverson. And Tyrese Maxey had 27. <laughs> he can score, but he's not making his team better. That team gelled. Yeah, is this not the first time they won or beat a good uh, I, Not a good team, but an uh, uh, right team uh, without Miami him. Miami garbage, though. I mean, they should have beat that, Miami the other night, right. though. Well, they, they, they wait, lost, but they, they, they beat lost. Miami without Embiid. They lost to Miami yeah, with yeah, Embiid. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. that's what happened. I mean, I saw the same thing you saw, Joe. You ain't had to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 you, do y'all see what I'm saying? That team looks like they having fun, like they on a playground when he's not on the court. Yeah, and but self, but self, the over the course of a full season, yeah, you can't replicate that. that yeah, what you, what he does every night? That no, that's why you go get someone else that's going to mix and gel with the team. See, that's our problem. We hold on to problems too long. Listen, I, I, I'll, I'll, myself, I'll put it this way: if, if you tell Eagles. me, if you tell me, you're getting back a, another a star, like a, a, a star. I would listen to it. I, I'm not married to like Joel and B. Can never we can never have this conversation. But like stars are few and far between. They are. The it's it's league, like man. it's self. It's 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 a Howard brought this up to me like two years ago. He wanted to do this two years ago, and I said, "All right, I'll listen." Who are we getting back? See, that's the problem. See, see, th- this is the problem with the NBA, in my opinion. There are not enough stars to go around. They're not not true stars. Not right. not yes, yeah, like guys that that can change the, the the landscape of your basketball club. And when you have that guy, man, you deal with all of the stuff that comes along with that. Doing the same thing in Atlanta with, with Trey. Right. Trey Young is, is, is a star. They don't know what to do with him. They went out and got DeJounta Murray. They don't know how to make these two players play together. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving is down there with uh, Luka. They, I mean, I know he's been there that long, but, but they're, they're trying winning. to figure it out. They're, not, they're trying to figure it out. Man, it is the one league where, you know, you got to have that guy. You got to have that guy. And, and the team concept – in the NBA, unfortunately, it's few and far between. I mean, let's just call it what it is. It's just few and far between. Hill, I hear you. I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying right now. But? But get rid of MB. <laughs> there it is. Self, we, self, we appreciate it. But the one thing I will say off of last night is it's pretty clear that Joel Embiid is out of the MVP race. He's just not going to win it. So, yeah. so, I mean, last night sticks out. I mean, it's not just one game. But also I saw the note Kyle Newbeck had this. Um, so if he plays the rest of the season, which he's not going to. I mean, he's going to take a game off here or there or whatever with his foot. If he plays the rest of the season, the most games he could play now is 69. No player has won the MVP with less than 70 in a full season since Bill Walton. Like, he's not winning the MVP. Yeah. We just got to stop saying it. Uh, there's another thing that, that happened last night where – it, it listen, and, and I'm gonna say this because I understand it, but at the same time, it's still not a good look. I understand when you're hurt, you're hurt. You you are, but coming off of the game that you had a couple nights before and saying some of the things that you said as a leader about getting better and, and all this other stuff, and then coming back the next night, the following night, 
and not playing because your foot hurts and playing an all-star game. Listen, I know that's a lot for a lot of people to digest, but when you're a leader, that's what leaders do. You got you to gotta play, man. You have to play. And I understand load management and all this other stuff, but when you, when you start throwing words around like I got to do a better job and you know this, that, and the third, and people are looking at that, that's just not a good look for you when you don't play. No, and look, it, it would be better to me if there was actually a plan. Like, okay, he can't play back-to-backs or he needs a couple. But, like, it seems like today I'm good, today I'm not good. Like, yeah. what, like what are we doing here with this sore foot that's been sore for two months? Well, to the MVP thing, it's Jokic who's the favorite by a pretty large margin, right? Mm-hmm. So if he wins it again for the third time, he's going to be the fourth player in NBA history to win three straight MVPs. First since Bird. I mean, so at a certain point, when do you put your foot down? Because we can't have Nikola Jokic be... In the same breath as, was it Wilt, Bill Russell, and, and Larry Bird? Yeah. And you're just going to throw Nikola Jokic in there? I mean, when, when's the voter fatigue set in? I don't, you just give this to Embiid. I don't know. Well, I mean, he's got he's to play more if he wants to win it. I, it is amazing. LeBron never did it, and neither did Jordan. And Nikola Jokic, Jokic. is going to win three straight. It's outrageous. It's Y'all like, just can't stand Nikola Jokic. No, I mean, he's a great player. It's just, but you, you I look, can't you, stand him. You look at him and you think that's a three-time oh, MVP. Oh, so that he doesn't look like the part. He doesn't. He doesn't. Remember Big Country Bryant Reeves? He yeah, looks like yeah, him. He's okay. like the evolutionary <laughs> Brian Brian Reeves. Casey in East Falls. What's up, Casey? Hey, how you doing, buddy? Love your show. And listen, uh, you guys have great chemistry. I can sit all day and tell them how great you two are together. But uh, Hugh, I just want you to know that. Uh, you're working with a brilliant genius, one of the great sports talk hosts in, the, in not only America, but the world. And appreciate every single minute you're on with Joe Giulio, Tucker, and his team. Him and Tucker, they they had the greatest talk show in America from 6 to 10 America. And, in and America. And that's not true, I want to hear their tapes. I want them to send the tapes because we're going to beat them. I swear to God, him and Tucker were the best. And him and Howard Eston had the absolute best talk radio Weekly show, Dope. riding with the king. <laughs> I swear to God that ever was broadcast on Casey, radio. Casey, Casey, the, the check, the the, the so monthly check true. is that's in the mail, so it, it. it's it's coming. Casey, what are you thinking here? I appreciate you, okay, buddy. What, what do you think on the Painter, Phillies? I did I did a deep dive into Andrew Painter after our last conversation when I was going to trade the top prospects in the you know and uh, Hopkins for Trout, and then I saw Andrew Painter, 155 strikeouts, 25 walks last year. This man is the greatest pitcher prospect on the planet Earth, and all the baseball writers gave him the award as best minor league pitcher in baseball last year. At 19, he had 14, four major league pitches at 19. Now he's got five. He's got the cutter. There's guys in the major leagues that had, don't have four, five major league pitches. This kid's 19, doesn't turn 20 till April, and he's the best pitching prospect in the world. Everyone go watch The Natural with Robert Redford because you're looking at him. This is the greatest pitcher that ever lived. We're looking at him now. Ever. And I want to do a documentary film with you, Joe. It's called Chasing Rembrandt. Let's follow Andrew Painter's every appearance. He, I, I'm sorry he to say he's not going to go to the minors because I wanted to go and watch all his like, Allentown stuff. Yeah. But they're not going to put him in the minors. I wouldn't let him out of my sight. If I was at Phillies, I wouldn't let him out of my sight. This kid's going to stay in the majors. He's going to be the five starter. Let's build up his innings. Like four, love. five. He's going to give you six major league innings by by, by June. He's going to give you five or six innings on that fifth start. Casey, I love it. Here's what we're going to do, Casey. We're going to waste a bullet down in Allentown. Forget about it. Come on. If I was a pitching coach, I don't let him out of my sight, Joe. Casey, here's what we're going to do. Casey, I love all the ideas. Here's what we're going to do. Casey, we appreciate the phone call. It's a lot of ideas. 
Casey, if you cre- if you do the documentary on what's it Rembrandt chasing Painter, chasing Rembrandt chasing Rembrandt, if you do it, I'll appear in the documentary. We're in. I'm not sure the Phillies are gonna let us do this, but but you 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 start it up. I'll, I'll be at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Do you expect the Phillies to make it back to the World Series? Yes or no? I I do not. I think it's gonna be a great year. Really good team. That's a high expectation. I know you believe. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. That's how you hop in your Phillies expectations calls and. We got to toss in a name here for the Eagles as someone at a position of need was let go. We'll tell you who it is and talk to Kevin Stocker coming up at noon. 215-592-9494 on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.